everyone, and welcome to Phone Calls with Brendan and Ian. I'm Brendan Garland, and I'm a visual artist and creative. And I'm Ian Schaller. I'm a personal trainer and a philosopher. Brendan and I met at college in the Midwest, but now, living on opposing coasts, we keep in touch through phone calls, which we are sharing with you. As a podcast, phone calls is freeform, authentic, and natural, much as any conversation to a friend would be. Using mindfulness as our guide, we unpack our daily lives and travel across a spectrum of topics, which ultimately lead us back to mindfulness. As the listener, we hope our phone calls give you insight on how to allow yourself to simply be and live more consciously. Oh, your hair's so cute. It's so short. I do not know. We were both shedding like crazy, so we got a big haircut in the fall. <laughs> uh-huh. That looks nice. Thank you. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Yeah. He just also shaved his face. Yeah, I, well, that's, I told Brennan, I was like, his face is so clean. <laughs> <laughs> I also put some oil on it, so maybe it looks shiny. So it is a little. I was just telling Brendan, I was like, I don't think I've actually ever talked to Polly. I was like, I've only talked to Ian a few times, but I was like, I don't think I've ever actually had a full conversation with her. Mm-hmm. He was like, no way. I was like, yeah. I was like, I really, I don't think. No, never had like a conversation. Yeah. Uh, is it recording? I yeah, don't know. It's recording. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's everything <laughs> but we can we can begin officially whenever we want <laughs> oh, yeah this is what editing's for okay i don't know i'm sorry i've never done a podcast thing before yeah, well, i just <laughs> look i've talked to you about being on the ball all the time i think like when we were first starting i was like oh yeah Polly. like just invite the people you know you know the people that are important in your life. Mm-hmm. you have a fuzzy Oh, you could still make friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I have you found any more people to invite? Because I'm just reaching out to like all kinds of random people. Mm. Um, I actually had a friend over today. His name is Rand. <gasps> oh, that would be such a good one. Yeah, I think he he's be. so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a really nice gentleman. Yeah. How old is he? He's older. He's like fifty something. Yeah. But he's like uh, really good. I hang out with old people. I don't know. You do. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since the pandemic hit, like we don't hang out with people our age anymore. Like that's just. <laughs> Even Laura is thirty-two, and Travis is twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. We just have old friends. We're, yeah. We're old souls. So uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think it's like, because most of the people that I know aren't very old. So especially for like the podcast, it's been fun having older people on. And then I like, just from what I hear from Ian too, it's been like interesting, the different perspectives that like he gets from having old, like older friends. Mm-hmm. Well, say so that is really cool because he has some like cool stories that he shares with them. I feel like I have like a council of like elders. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're for, they have so much like life experience that they're like, but do you see where that's coming from? Like, like emotionally or like 
all those different things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I <laughs> like that. Uh, maybe I need to look like deeper into that kind of thing. So. And he's running a, oh no. What? He was talking about running a 10K. Oh yeah, with, with Joe. With Joe. So he's been, yeah, we're just, we're, get, we're dropping little updates of Joe here and there in the podcast. So people. <laughs> he has the coolest car did he talk about that on the podcast yeah he's got yoda because i his episode was <laughs> but yeah he's like this i own millennial falcon yeah oh like, that's cool that car is so cool we went uh we went snowshoeing last sunday uh-huh. we, like broke out some snowshoes and we ran in snowshoes for a, a <laughs> golf course i think they probably hate us because like it probably tore up the green uh-huh. <laughs> Was there a trespassing sign? You're fine. Yeah. Maybe maybe you just like fertilized it, you know? You like dug up a little bit and then. Exactly. I don't like this light. So, oh. Sorry, I didn't like the lighting. It's okay. I'm like a ghost. There's one light on it. Yeah. I'm so nervous for some reason because I've never done a podcast that I'm like in my sweater. I'm like, oh my God, these lights. <laughs> you're like sweating under your like oh my god okay and those lights are hot it's fine <laughs> i don't know why it's because it's the center of the show <laughs> i hate that i hate it i hate it i hate it <laughs> okay. so how do you guys feel about valentine's day <laughs> um, you can go. i just told brendan i was like I don't think Valentine's Day is that big of a deal, you know? I was like, I guess it's cool to do something. And then he was like, I really like Valentine's Day. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And so I was laughing because that's what I automatically thought of. I think it's fun though to do, you know, something or to give little, like I always love giving gifts anyways, yearly, like all the time randomly. But, and so it was just funny. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm not gonna say anything else. <laughs> so why why is it that way instead of I don't know like Polly is kind of the same way too like it's not like a huge deal and we agreed on just like doing like a pasta night at home and then just like kind of chill yeah we want to try to make our own homemade pasta we've mm-hmm. never done that, so that's our Valentine's Day activity but we've never done like what the whole like thing like mm-hmm. that but mm-hmm. yeah so why isn't it like uh, a huge deal for you Jalen? Um, I think because I, well, I always thought it was kind of funny that, you know, there's like one day where you're really dedicated and you show your love. Cause for me, like, that's just a year round every day kind of thing. I mean, you know, you have your bad days and your good days and some that feel better, but I think that I've never really been like that excited about Valentine's day. Cause every day I'm like, Oh, I feel the same way. You know, this is how I feel every day. Like, and so I always think it was kind of weird, but that's why. Yeah. That's sweet. That's cool. I agree with that. <laughs> All right, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, no, don't let me ruin your holiday. <laughs> you want to hear my pro Valentine's Day argument? Yeah. Anti and pro. Here we go. Yeah. Well, I it's really like the same, like pretty much on the same page. I just like Valentine's Day because I like the like like idea of like having a day to like do something cute. But like I agree that like I don't think that you should have that as like your only day of the year that you do something you know yeah you can only love people (laughs) yeah (laughs) but even like in like uh elementary school like i really liked valentine's day like 
you know, when your kids, I mean, maybe it's weird that we have like kids give each other <laughs> like candy and stuff, but I thought it was like fun, you know, cause you like get to give like other kids in their class, like when you were like really little, you know, and you gave everybody a Valentine. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like kind of fun. So for me, it's just like a fun kind of day. Yeah, I definitely have good memories. Mm-hmm. Valentine's day. My boss's daughter made a llama themed Valentine's Day box this year. And like <laughs> llama that she had people put Valentine's in. It was so cool looking. Like made out of paper? Or yeah, what? like paper and cotton balls and all that stuff. It was <laughs> so cool. <laughs> that cool but it was funny you tried i tried it was crap so it's fine yeah i didn't even think about valentine's day like because when we were little you had to but then i don't know i remember when we got to like middle school and high school and it was like the biggest disappointment ever (laughs) because then you stopped giving everybody you weren't required anymore so then you were like oh okay nobody likes me that's a letdown because like you have all this pressure that you have to have a valentine's day and in high school like that just never happened to me so i'm like okay this is a stupid holiday (laughs) and then as older like you learn it's such a like it's a commercialized commercialized holiday and i'm like is it even like supposed to be a thing you know what i mean so i'm like okay Mm -hmm. so i don't know the origins of valentine's day well it's probably religion because everything is with religion nowadays yeah (laughs) isn't there like a saint valentine something like that? yeah tell you one thing about him though Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) i don't know either but maybe he had his uh, his heart was three times too big (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) getting my mythologies mixed up (laughs) (laughs) that's movies actually a real story true story (laughs) it's the Grinch why someone could have made billions off of that idea yeah, they should have just switched the holiday it's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh my god someone would uh wow real missed opportunity there <laughs> yeah really he could have like you know been found during Christmas and he you know he, he found love during Christmas and then two months later he like decides to give the love back you know creates his own holiday you yeah, we need to go. Movie. I was gonna say, write a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Real there. So, what are you guys up to nowadays? Uh, like, are you in with all this crap going on in the world, or are you going back to school? Yeah, she's in grad school right now. You can talk about that. Yeah, oh, I was gonna let you go, but okay. Yeah, I'm in grad school for art obviously well I can't say obviously because not everybody knows but I'm doing that it's been pretty exciting because I didn't know what I wanted to do after you know I graduated from IC and I was like well I was really thinking about teaching and so I was like I should just stay in school if I can and so I ended up well that's how I ended up out here anyways um but yeah this is my second semester so I finished one one down two and a two more to go well two and a half really because of the semester but I really like the program. It's been nice to be in an environment where I'm still, you know, being pushed creatively, create, creatively. Um, Creativity. <laughs> creativity. <laughs> oh, also, I'll probably use the wrong words a lot. Just full disclosure, so you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> my brain thinks too fast, and I just start saying things, and I'm like, okay. 
Um, no, because when I was at IC, I got really comfortable my past my last two years there because I just was in a space and so I didn't really push myself. And so that's, I've really liked being in this program. And you guys are talking about having older friends and it's kind of interesting because there's only 18 people in my program. There's four people over the age of 60. And then <laughs> there's, I'm the youngest, I'm 22, I'm the youngest. And then there's another girl who's 23, a few people like in mid twenties, but then most everybody's over 30. And so like I've, the people that I see because I don't have really any friends outside of the program either, obviously besides Brendan, they're all older too. So I was like, yeah, I can relate like, you know, going about it. Cause I, and I'm supposed to be working in classrooms with undergrad students, but you know, with COVID and everything, there's not a lot of in-person classes. So I didn't really get to do that either. So I'm really just around the, like, everyone's like, you're the baby. I'm always the baby now everywhere. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but it's definitely nice having that perspective. I like being young too, having like your perspective and then getting to actually listen to like all the people, like these people have lived full lives and came back to school. And so that's been really interesting so far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you feel the age difference other than when they like joke with you and call you a baby? Um, not, well, I didn't even know that half of them were over 30. Like the ones who were like in their thirties and their forties, I didn't even think about them being older until we started talking about it one day. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no way. Like you're not that old. I was like, you don't have a kid. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so no, not really. But with the people who are like pretty older, yeah, I feel the age difference because they have a very different perspective I think about a lot of things but it's also funny the similarities that they're like oh I remember this or I used to do this and it's like really interesting so but I don't think it's like awkward in any way or like weird like that but, yeah. you see it in their art at all like do they bring like historic like time like warp kind of art you know what I mean but, um, <laughs> yeah. um I don't think so. Nobody, it's been actually really interesting because nobody has, there's like a few people who have a very traditional look, you know, they think of like art and it's still like the traditional like painting, sculpture, it's not very conceptual for them. But everybody in my program, I think, especially being within the program with a lot of us who do work with conceptual art and the non-traditional mediums, um, they've definitely learned a lot because there's one lady, Jackie, she came in and she right off the bat it's conceptual like that's what she loved and so I don't think there's really a big split um there's some people they definitely have I think their like mindset and their views of the world are very different they're kind of like you know older more traditional views and so that's been interesting to like hear them talk about stuff and I'm like no or I don't agree you know I'm like thinking in my head but I'm like okay it's not the place it's not the place but it's not ever like really bad or anything. And it's nice to have conversations too about that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting though, because I never even thought about their art being, you know, super different or super more like what it was. That's a good question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to be like looking everywhere. I'm like, this is <laughs> it's kind of cool. We went to an art museum last week in Asheville mm -hmm. and like some of it was like really like sometimes art was like what and then other <laughs> art I'm like what? but um yeah so the like the time period pieces and then like the the some of the photography mm -hmm. with like different lightings and things like that would almost make you feel like you felt a whole story or like a whole tv episode or something just by looking at that one frame and I'm like how do they do that like that's like the craziest <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh.
a lot of hours of taking really bad photographs or making really bad art <laughs> and then you get one and it's like oh that one works million. <laughs> <laughs> actually we saw one from um zelda fitzgerald zelda zelda fitzgerald fitzgerald yeah mm -hmm. one of her paintings was in the museum which i thought was so cool because i think she's so underrated she was uh, Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. Scott Fitzgerald's um, wife. And she like was so talented. And like he stole a lot of her ideas and art and stories. And oh yeah, like she is yeah, she's like after reading like her journals and diary entries and things like that, people think that she was the real writer of the Great Gatsby. Oh, wow. yeah, that's crazy. But he like sent her to like mental institutions because yeah. people because he was like, nah, she's crazy. This was all my idea, mm -hmm. and like the proof that shows like she had a lot of the ideas that he has credit for. That's really yeah. So I just thought I'd never seen one of her paintings in real life, and it was mm -hmm. gorgeous. Yeah, it was. Really I was cool. like, wow. But she ended up one of the mental, I guess, health hospitals is what mm -hmm. it was called on her plaque but one of them was in Asheville that she attended oh so really art is in the Asheville art museum that's the one that burnt down right yeah at one point it burnt down so then yeah. she died in it right is that yeah so. she died mm. yeah yeah that's pretty <laughs> yeah so it was really cool to see that for the first time because I think she's underrated so mm -hmm. yeah I didn't know that mm-hmm Unfortunately, yeah. that's a common theme, I feel like, throughout history. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Men stealing ideas from women and then locking them up. I feel like yeah. it's not an uncommon. Like, well, like people believed him. <laughs> mm hmm. It was cool. What have you guys been up to? You have um, so much hair. Not a whole lot recently. I mean, we went to the art museum last week, um, just working. We're finally off on weekends together and that's never happened. Mm. So that's kind of cool to actually have time together. Um, this coming weekend, we rented like an Airbnb in Nashville just to like get away. Uh -huh. We might see a couple of our friends cause it's a halfway point between St. Louis and Nashville. So we're like, hey, if you wanna come, come. Like Alan said he wants to come for like a night. Mm -hmm. We're gonna see Alan. And then I know Shannon said she wants to stop by. So I was like, all right, that's cool. So we're just like, yeah, it has multiple beds if you want to come. And, mm -hmm. and then the week after that, I have two cousins coming, but they live like three hours away. Um, so it'll be nice just to hang with them. And then March, we start all over again. Because yeah. you know your runs in February. Never mind. I don't know. Do we have stuff planned for March? I start my internship in March. Mm. And then I don't know what else we have in March. Then nothing until like April, which is cool. Mm -hmm. What's your internship? Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> I think it's so no, cool. I'm super excited. Like, I'm really, really pumped for it. So, I got a, a, a gardening internship at the Dr. John Wilson's Community Garden in Black Mountain. Mm -hmm. And it's a paid internship, which is like fucking crazy. Like, yeah. who who at 25 outside of school gets like do an internship let alone get paid for it mm -hmm. um, and so it's it's basically it's leading volunteer groups through like the process of like getting the bed like the garden beds ready all the way like 
um, from like sowing the seed to harvesting, harvesting it in the summer and in the fall and stuff like that. Wow, and that sounds super cool. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool, like managing the compost and there's like so many different varieties that we put in the ground and there's herbs and there's fruit trees and there's like, there's all this really cool stuff. And Diana is just like this incredibly intelligent human that knows everything. She's on the podcast. Everything about, yeah. Uh, knows everything about gardening, it seems like. She's been doing it for the last 20 years or something like that. Um, so I'm excited to learn from her. Um, she's a mentor in a lot of ways anyway, so it'll be cool just to spend time with her. And then I just got an email right before we hopped on here that there's this uh, school called the Organic Grower School. And apparently we can take, like so as a part of our educational opportunities for the internship, we can take classes from there for free. Oh, um, wow. The, the semesters that like will be there. So it's like, that's crazy. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like I would love to be doing that. <laughs> that's awesome. It's it's like it's gonna be like 10 hours a week the first couple months and then it'll be like six hours a week after that but i just think great because all the food goes to like bounty and soul which is a not-for-profit that like gives the food back out to people for like for free yeah we use it every friday which we get a lot of great produce from them yeah. and it really helped during this pandemic time with like hours being cut and things like that we really have, have appreciated that yeah so I'm I'm excited to like give back into that and also it's like I feel like learning about gardening and like the, the health of like the soil and like doing it organically and in a natural way like that works with the environment and not like against it is like super powerful for right now because um, as much as been as has been like going on in the world there's like we've kind of like yeah some people have kind of forgot about like the environmental stuff you know mm -hmm. just not front and center um but it hasn't gone anywhere, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm excited to learn about all of that. Yeah, I mean, I think that like what you're doing is like essential for the future. I mean, eventually I feel like it, we're gonna reach a point like because of in the environment and like environmental collapse where like we'll have to grow our own food. And like that knowledge is like, especially like because the environment has already changed like you're going to have to learn how to grow within those like conditions and stuff and like what the different soil like how the soil is changed and how rain is changing the soil and stuff like that so mm -hmm. yeah no there's there's so many levels to it um i'm reading a book from jane goodall she she's like the the primate lady yeah she's like a she's a primate um but she wrote a book on seeds and uh, she runs a nonprofit called Roots and Shoots. And there was one at a, a, like a girl's juvenile detention center. And one of the girls at the detention center was like, are we going to grow candy corn? Oh. <laughs> We're so disconnected from our food. Holy crap. Like, I mean, I'll be honest, a lot of the food I eat, I'm like, I don't know what the plant looks like that grows this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know like if it, like what part of the world this came from. Like, I don't know anything, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, there's that level of it. And then there's also the level of like, so getting people more connected with their food is like one step in the direction of being like, oh, this comes from mama earth, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> <Here at> mama. <laughs> um, 
and also if we if we put stuff the more stuff we put back into the ground to grow it starts to it has like more of a, a carbon retention um so it'll start to pull like co2 out of the air back and fixate it back into the ground uh, which like feeds like the soil instead of like having it out in the atmosphere which like takes away from climate change does that make sense mm-hmm. which is like super freaking cool <laughs> it's mad <laughs> literally magic <laughs> that's so funny the candy corn thing yeah something somewhere i maybe it was just on twitter like i was reading this like it was like a post that like spiraled you know like so many people were commenting it was something like that and i was like i never thought about you know half the thing and then it's like well what does this plant even look like or i was like peanuts because there's a lot of peanuts here in georgia i was like peanuts grow underground like on a i was like what (laughs) it's like things i never even thought about which is so funny but i think that's really interesting and being more connected to like your food and like nurturing it you know in a sense like from ground to your table and i've always loved gardening because my dad like ever since i was little like he's always had in our little house in california he's always had a little garden and he like we're big like composters like everything so i'm always like you don't you don't use this and you know you don't you just throw away it all they're like yeah and i'm like that's so crazy and that's something I never thought about because I just grew up on that so it's not like a lot but this year he was excited because he got a new like herb garden planted so he had all this stuff and he'd like you know every night for dinner they're like oh just go just go out and pick some just go out and pick some my mom's like can you go get this and it was like so cool to have that and so yeah that's absolutely incredible yeah there was a couple times this summer where I I made us some salads because I grew some stuff in some pots and and I almost ate a slug yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it was fine. I even washed it. Yeah. That's that little guy wanted to live. But uh-huh. <laughs> so funny. She was so traumatized. I was. She, like, she just like pushed the plate away from her, and I was like, "I'm." <laughs> <laughs> we went on with like, oh my god. I was like, okay. Just trying like, to get extra protein. Exactly. Uh huh. Ah. Uh, tried documentary you watched. That's like connecting with food too, because it like is mind blowing. Only reason I won't watch it is because like it it shows like animal carcasses, and like that I don't know how I deal with that, but it's like really cool. So so I like listening to him talk about it. Another plug on Joe. (laughs) (laughs) We after we hung out that day, he was like, "You have to watch." uh, It's called The Great Dance, Mm. and it's about the like this. I can't remember the tribe. It's like this tribe in like the this like the Serengetis of like Africa or somewhere. I can't remember. What it's on tribe. Netflix. It's, no, it's on YouTube. You can just type in like oh, the Great okay. Dance. It's like fifty minutes long, and it's about this um, this really really small tribe and their persistence hunters. It's so cool. And so what they do to like go and hunt isn't like they like hide in the bush, you know what I mean? And they have like an arrow and like, they just wait for it to get close enough. They run like the antelope and like the burdock, burdock or whatever to death. Yeah. They will run for like, like six hours, six to eight hours, but they can only do it on the hottest days because that's the only days that they can get the animals to overheat. Uh-huh. So on the hottest days, they'll go out and they'll run these animals to death. And oh my gosh, I want to like act it out for you, or you can just watch it. Help <laughs> <laughs> me at any point because I'll just. And he now. has, so like that's why I don't need to watch it either. Yeah. 
just this one scene. I won't say anything else after this. So the, and it's, he's like the runner. So it's one guy that is doing it. And the other two, like, they're just like, not as good at like distance as he is. Mm-hmm. And so he's chasing this animal and he finally gets it to exhaust and he's standing probably, you know, 20 feet from, it's not an antelope. It's like a gigantic like antelope looking thing. And it's, the, it just stops moving. It just stops walking. Because it's so tired. Because it's overheated. And yeah. it's looking directly at him. And he just gets closer and closer. And it's not moving. And he gets closer and closer. And then, like, it's like, he talks about being inside the animal's mind. Because he's exhausted it. And then he just, like, hits it three times with his spear. And then it just drops dead. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Hours of, like, I was like, what the <laughs> <laughs> and like they like run like the animals too because mm-hmm. like the only way like yeah. you, you have to get inside the head of this animal and run like it and chase like it and yeah. like become it in order to capture it it's like it's like it's a current tribe too and i'm like mm-hmm. it just blows my mind yeah you I, you really should watch it it's only an hour and it's like it kind of like changes how you can like look at what humans are capable of mm-hmm. when they like really connect and like when they really have to, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah, just check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I'll just keep going. <laughs> I want to. I'm just like thinking about it. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to picture it. So that's so crazy. Yeah. I love documentary movies that like show how far you can push the human body. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just, crazy like what we can do if we really like train ourselves it's just insane uh-huh. yeah and like the community aspect of it too because like i'm sure that like there are other people in there who like are never going to be able to run down you know an antelope or something like that but like that's not their position you know it's mm-hmm. it really makes the, that position like meaningful because you're the person that can like do this for everybody and like and then you know that's like your task or whatever yeah he they talk about that and it's like he's because after a hunt they talk about their hunt and they tell the story of their hunt and so they act it out and everything else and that's like part of the whole thing Mm -hmm. and he talks about like his thought process was you know he's like i do i kept going because i knew it was the only way my family was going to eat you know it's like oh, oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and it, and uh so he doesn't make his like bow and arrow like they don't like so whoever makes the bow whoever makes the arrow that hits like the animal gets the kill like it's their kill not his mm. even if he ran it down mm-hmm. because without them making the arrow he wouldn't have been able to do it uh-huh and that like stuff interdependence baby (laughs) (laughs) huh so how do they like split it up it just the person who like made the arrow they get it or yeah like they still split it up evenly but it's it's considered their kill Um, you know what i mean yeah yeah so like if there was a trophy that the tribe handed out like that Mm -hmm. guy would get it yeah because it's i mean it it didn't show like the full tribe but it was probably like 60 people you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and so like one person and like they know 
like it's not like the u.s where like if i kill a deer i'm gonna keep it for myself <laughs> <laughs> i might give some yeah. out to my friends but like i'm not gonna give it out to the whole community and leave like one steak for me mm-hmm. it's like everybody gets some of this because i don't have a freezer to put it in you know so i'm not gonna yeah. just save eat it now no but you were also saying like how oh this yeah okay we, we can't uh, yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> it just the way he talks about it so cool yeah i got like really into it <laughs> yeah uh. so i might just watch it and then when the carving stuff comes out you're like look away yeah yeah <laughs> I, they show all of that detail i'm like i just know i can't sit through that but it's fine yeah okay okay <laughs> I think I'd like to get to a point where I had my own animals and like you run them down no. <laughs> like chickens you know yeah no I, I, I could run down a chicken I just mean a smart <laughs> the chicken would just fly over like the fence and be like fuck you dude what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> stop running next to me you're just gonna stare them all they're like what is he doing <laughs> they're like hello <laughs> oh my god dad that that's, that's ideal have your own animal what animals would you want probably like chickens obviously like i eat a lot of eggs so eggs are essential and chicken but i would like to have my own cow I think it'd be interesting to like have cows, you know, and then, cause I don't really eat that much steak, but like have it for, you know, it's like entire life or like life until the meat is still good, you know, and then uh, kill it then and then eat it. And then like have that be like a special time of the year, you know, where like yeah. you invite people over and like everybody eats like part of it, you know, ribs and steaks and whatever. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I respect the sharing of it. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could, I like, I don't think I could like kill the animal. I really don't. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I was like, that's where it would be hard for me. Or like, I'd be like, it'd be so sweet. I love and then I'm eating it. Like, <laughs> that's the one thing, but it's like, I eat it anyways, you know, I just don't know where it comes from. So I yeah. guess it wouldn't really be that big of a deal as long as I'm not the one doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you'd feel even better about it because you did know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like if, if you were able to give it like the best life you could and then like Brendan said, like it was going to die either way, you know. Mm-hmm. Ian wants goats so he doesn't have to mow the lawn anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. I tried to convince my parents of that for the longest time that we should get goats. <laughs> Back when we lived in Rochester, um, they didn't have it. <laughs> Dude, that worked. That's a great place to have goats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the people down the road from us had goats and a yeah, lot. So. <laughs> yeah, worked there. They could have like a goat daycare. Like you, they could watch. Them. <laughs> yeah, and they'd be called your kids, so it works out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about. <laughs> you said it and I was like, oh, I can't mess <laughs> Dude, I totally made tea an hour ago and I forgot about it here. <laughs> Do that. Okay, bye. So he's gotten me onto tea too. Like when we started dating in college, 
every night he'd be like you want some tea you want some tea and I'm like no I don't want tea like I don't want to sit here and sip hot water and now every night before bed like I have to have my tea uh-huh. do you just drink it plain with like nothing in it yeah we get different flavors and different beneficial one I don't know what's that word I'm looking for herbal tea herbal it's, tea uh, yeah this one's like turmeric. and we do like the sleepy time one mm-hmm. etc oh, there was this one tea at his grocery shop called like app black apple what was it I don't know it was like cinnamon and apple and it was like it had caffeine in it mm-hmm. my favorite tea ever it was so <laughs> I would have it in the afternoon around like one or two o'clock when I was in the office and it would like get me through until I went to bed that night. Like it was so good. And it's like with his grocery short store being the way it is, like it hasn't been back in his aisles. And so like, I just keep looking out for it, but it's not happening apparently. So now they have cat wine or cat shaped wine. Yeah. There's bottles of wine. It's so random at this grocery store. Uh-huh. Is it like a co-op or is it just like they just like randomly get rid of stuff and get stuff? What's the word? It's for? called a a salvage grocery store. So they they like buy tons and tons of stuff from stores that are like like the ugly products. Or like yeah, like gonna they're gonna it's gonna go over its date be, or best by date before they can get it off the shelf. So mm-hmm. like, take it. Mm-hmm. They're like really cheap. Hmm. Yeah. Glad we're all hydrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because Brendan drinks tea every night and I'm like, ugh, I I don't mind it. I've never no, I don't like it. I really don't like it. But I only like <laughs> honey because I just yeah. don't like unsweet stuff like that. Like you're like hot water. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> But I wish I liked it because I'm always like, ooh, you know, a nice cup of tea would be so good. And then I drink it and I'm like, it's nothing for me. Four <laughs> years. <laughs> Maybe there's hope. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like didn't want to do it. And I don't know if it's because you kept asking, hey, do you want tea? And I'm like, no. <laughs> what else do I do now that you like constantly wanted me to do? I don't know. There's a couple things that. He's always like wanted to do with me. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And now I do it. You know, it just yeah, spells. There was someone I was talking about. It doesn't matter, but like, I don't yeah. even remember anymore. What's it like dating Brendan? What's it like dating Brendan? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. That's a really hard <laughs> question. I mean, it's I'm- great. Like, I've liked him for the past whatever long years, you know, even though it wasn't around. Um, it was definitely weird because, well, obviously you remember us like what was that like four years ago, mm-hmm. three, however long it was. And but we never really like together and it wasn't that long. And so it was really weird, like when I we actually started dating and I was like, I'm I'm dating you now. Like, like <laughs> what? <laughs> I couldn't like wrap my head around it. And it's definitely been interesting, like, you know, you just learn more and more, obviously, about the person. But, I mean, it's good. There's easier days, harder days, but I'm half of that hard, you know, <laughs> with your own things. But it's just a growing and learning. I think it's awesome, but I'm biased because I love him, so. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, that did something to me. Yeah, Holy too. shit. Okay. I don't know why, but that really did. Okay. Well, first, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you hate about it? <laughs> oh, I can say a lot of things that bug me. <laughs> the hardest thing is realizing that because I'm always like, oh, we're so similar. And I'm like, oh, man, there's so many things that really just like are so different. Like you drive me nuts sometimes. And it's not a bad thing. It's just like, you're like, oh, okay. I know you need your space or you need this, or it's just like learning those kind of things. <laughs> What's something you've learned about yourself by being in a relationship together? Mm -hmm. You can both. Mm -hmm. You can go first. I gotta think about this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta think about it. I know. I was like, that's a hard question. I like the hard questions. You do. Polly, I'll ask Polly questions. She goes, I don't know. I'm like, well, think about it. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and just quiz me and there's not going to be a right answer. I'm no, like, I'm not going through this. It's never about, <laughs> it's always about just like, if you haven't thought about it, well then take a look. Like what's it, what's it? <laughs> if you don't know, you haven't thought about it. That's fine. Then think about it. <laughs> Damn it. Ian. Yeah. <laughs> I like to quit before I try, or if I think I'm gonna be bad at something, I like don't even consider it. That's like one of my downfalls, like within myself is like, you know, not, I'm like, oh, I don't think it's gonna be good. So I'm just like, I'm not even gonna try. So then I don't look as stupid, but that's just, at least I recognize that now, you know? And so I like, got something I've been trying to work on, but. Yeah, no, that's like, it's something I think, I don't know. I want to blame it on our culture, but I feel like a lot of people are bad about that. Like they stick to their kind of comfort zones. Like I'm really good at this. So I'm just going to get really good at this and keep going down this path. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I, I do the same thing still, but I try every once in a while to just like hop out a little bit of the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's something that you've learned about yourself or Polly being in a relationship with each other? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking, but I don't have the answer yet. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, let's have it. Um, I need a lot of attention. That's one. You do. <laughs> Gosh, uh -huh. not in a way. Yeah. I, <laughs> require a lot of like emotional energy mm. uh not a bad thing in a relationship like i need to be like fully heard like i gotta have like plenty of cuddles and stuff like mm -hmm. you know, some time to uh, like do something together not like i can't just like sit and like like watch tv and stuff like that like we've been like doing new stuff every week to kind of just like to grow together you know mm. um, so I realized that about myself that I kind of have, I have like high expectations of people like in a way. Um, and then I noticed like my, my, oh shit. Are you still there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, low battery mode. Um, I noticed like my older brother tendencies or like my big brother tendencies. I like project on you about like, like eating right, getting enough exercise so that like, you can like live your best life and stuff because I just don't want to lose like my people. So like, that's like the stuff that I know I can control. So I'm like, here, you take this gift. And sometimes I'm overbearing about it. 
So those are like the not so pretty things that I've learned. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's lots of other stuff, but those just came to mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, when you first asked me, I was thinking about, I was like, attention, I'm a big attention, like the same year first answer. But I was like, I don't know if that's something I've learned, though, because I think I've always recognized it, but I'm also really good at being complacent, like laying there watching TV, laying there doing this, like just, you know, because I forget that, oh, you know, I we should go do something or we, and he really likes, you know, it's like, or we do something and I'm really bad at making decisions too. And that's like one of my other things. Like, I'm like, I don't care. I don't know. Cause I've always just let everybody else. Cause I, end up, I come from a big family. So I was always fine with being the one to just be like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Or yeah, like, that's great. Cause I never wanted to be like the pot stir, you know? And so I think trying to work that like I'm still not great at it I'm still you know trying to be like oh we should do this and then okay well not we should do this like let's go this day let's do it then and stuff like that working through that because like he especially pushes me to see that since he does you know enjoy doing stuff like that and so I think that's been like good for me but it was definitely hard in the beginning like mm -hmm. yeah because like well some of the stuff that like we were like working through is like that because like I like like I don't really mind you know making decisions but there are some times where it's just like you know you like make so many decisions in a day and then like it'll be like something at like the end of the day you know like what do you want to eat for dinner or something like that and I just don't like have the energy to make that like last decision you know and so like I really just like want her to make the decision and you know and then like I because I don't care you know it could be whatever but I just like want that so that's something that like we've like are st like, still kind of trying to figure out but like what the balance is yeah because it's hard because we're not like oh i had a long day will you make the decision you know it's just like oh what do you think and then if it's like the wrong answer i'm like i don't know and it sets you off but it's not because of me you know it's just because the whole mm -hmm. day it's like working through that kind of thing because i'm like oh i didn't know i'm so sorry <laughs> like I'll, I'll do it i'll say it <laughs> but uh -huh. It's just, you know, communicating, learning how to communicate in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I was. Yeah. But like, we got into that point where, like, we literally like just tell each other things. Like, even if we know it's going to suck, we just say it. And like, we can read our moods now, probably because we freaking have lived together for two years and lived through <laughs> corn. But yeah. Yeah. It's like you can. And sometimes it annoys you though. If I'm like, I know something is wrong with you. And if you just speak it out loud, you'll feel better. He goes, no, I'm fine. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like you can you can read the vibe of like their like their body language, like their face, you know, like their normal like kind of responses and quirks aren't there. So you're like, hmm, something's different. And like that's okay, but I wish you would like tell me about it so I can like try to help or maybe you just need space but you gotta tell me that too so yeah like oh yeah i've definitely gotten comfortable telling him like i just need to be in the room by myself don't bother me for about 30 minutes yeah which when that first happened i was like oh is that a bad thing for me to want space in our own house from each other and i've definitely gotten comfortable and i'm like you need to leave me alone <laughs> or mm -hmm. i had 20 kids yelling at me today at work wanting everything i was like i need quiet for 30 minutes mm -hmm. when i get home it's fine so mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. 
Definitely. Yeah, I was like, I've always felt like I read people really well. And so like, it's always hard with the people I'm closest with because like, I always say like, you can't hide anything from me. Cause like, I really am just good at reading people's like body language or like, I always know when something's wrong, but I don't like pester him unless he says it. Cause you know, that's like one of the boundaries that I think we're still working through too. Cause I'm always mm -hmm. like, I wish you would just tell me if you're <laughs> upset. And he's like, I know, but I, I have to think of, oh, my thing is, cause you know, Brendan's always like, I have to think about it before I answer you because I don't really know what I'm upset about or when I'm mad. And I'm like one of those people, like I'm impatient and I'm like, just tell me like, you know what it is, but mm -hmm. I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm just upset, you know, or I'm just sad for no reason. But yeah. I think <laughs> that's one of the things cause I get frustrated and I'm like, why won't you just tell me? Because I know something's wrong. Like, and it's the same thing. Like, if you need space, I'll give you space. But if you tell me, like, just tell me like something. And so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause my processing time is like so long. So like, if I'm I'll, I can, I like feel the feeling before I can like logically know what it like was caused by. So that's like one of the biggest things too, is that like, I'll be upset about something, but like, I don't really know what it is. So I don't want to like project that onto her and then be like, you know, oh, I'm mad because you didn't do this thing. But really it's, I'm mad because like, you know, 15 steps earlier in the day, I like, you know, couldn't get my like laptop to work or something, you know, and then that like set off this like frustration kind of tunnel thing, you know? And, uh huh. Yeah, in my mind, it's like 20 miles, 20, like a thousand miles per hour, basically. Like my brain's always like boom, 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 boom. And so I'm just like, that's that's why I always say I'm an impatient person too. Cause like I can be patient and I've been better at it, like been getting better at being patient, but my brain moves so fast that I like expect everybody else, you know, to be at that same like quick pace. And obviously that's not how it works. So yeah. So you got like opposites and thinking speed yeah <laughs> to say that's from a lot of our opposites we've learned that it really has improved us as individuals though because you have to stop and think mm. okay how is this person thinking and operating mm. and where i still feel like we are opposites in some angles and i think we're getting better at like being like fine like, mm -hmm. I know that's how you operate. So yeah. I'll come back later or something like that. I wish I could think of an example because I feel like I'm not explaining it too well. But the, I do notice there's some things where I know you think differently than I do, but we respect each other enough that we're just like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're like looking into my soul right now and I'm so sorry. uncomfortable. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I think it comes with like time though, because he's told me, he's like, if we would have started dating freshman year of high school or college, he's like, I would have broken up with you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You've changed a lot. He's like, I know I would have broken up with you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I've changed a lot too. Yeah. We're, we're not the same people. No, I'm sorry. I just think it's so funny. Brendan can attest to that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we're, we're both definitely not the same as we yeah. were then uh -huh. yeah college is such like a weird time though like you're on your own for the first time you're figuring out yourself you're for lack of a better word experience experimenting and like just figuring out what you want to do with the world and people are like 
pressuring you to pick something that you're going to do for the rest of your life. And you're like, holy crap, it's the end of the world, but it's not. And you're like in a weird little kind of, it's not a fake community, but it is it's like a bubble of like the college world. And yeah. I see being so tiny. Yeah. yeah that's, mm. yeah. I'm familiar. Mm. And that ain't how it be. <laughs> no, no. That ain't <laughs> it kind of is though in this area of north carolina though mm. don't you like because we talk about like how so we live in black mountain and it's like 20 miles it's 12 east miles. 12 miles east of ash east of Asheville. So. east mm-hmm. Crap. and um it's amazing how much being around the Asheville area has influenced us as individuals too though Mm-hmm. I think it just depends on where you're at. Yeah. For sure. Your community is huge. Oh yeah. For sure. In like Definitely what ways has it influenced you? So like Asheville is known, I feel like, for like their hippies and like being more free mind, yeah, and like living off the land, that kind of thing. So like I don't personally like I love to shop like that's where I have a downfall in life and I get that but I have being (laughs) community of Asheville and stuff I've learned to love thrifting and more sustainable ways of shopping and like our home decor I'll never buy from a store it's always thrifted and stuff like that and I've learned to truly appreciate like the fact that he can garden now like I freaking love it in the summertime when he grows things I get so excited like it's just like weird things I never thought I would enjoy as much as I do mm-hmm. and like I don't know it's just like a different mindset here people just like don't care and it's funny so like if it gives you an example of all, like not to bring politics into it but during the election you like had all of western North Carolina was so red and then there was this little blue circle that was from county and like <laughs> that kind of explains like the area we live in it's very like open-minded free and like just you want to go barefoot around the entire city you can't like people don't blink an eye at that where I feel like like Brendan you did barefoot and I see I'm sure like people give you looks for it and like here no one would think no one would have two thoughts about it you know what I mean it's just that kind of environment so I don't know it's cool yeah it's just like if the people are more accepting and open to like different ideas then you're more it's more likely that you're going to act on them and actually like make it a real reality in your own life you know like if i was back at home like in the same loop of ideas sorry <laughs> that i like i never would have like stopped bodybuilding i never would have like like been so into nature and mm-hmm. like just um probably even like meditation you know what i mean I think what it, it's such a, it, I think probably like it, it's such a, it goes against all of what you've been taught growing up, like societal norms. Mm-hmm. Like here, like, you know, it's, it's common to like, for women, for example, they don't hold up to the beauty standards here as like what you're told. So like people don't shave, like they have the dreadlocks, like they wear the hippy dippy outfits and stuff like that. And it's not what you're told to do. Like you're told you need to go to school act a certain way get a job nine to five job that kind of thing like I feel like I meet more people who don't work nine to fives and like are just like I'd rather go hiking on this day than anything else and like I'd rather go do this free activity than 
spend money and like I'd rather shop at Hoppies than at Walmart. That was just like it's really cool because I've begun to, to like ask a lot more questions about like why our society tells us to grow up the way we do. Mm. Cool. And Ian approves. <laughs> why is it just on me? <laughs> <laughs> I said we've made cool friends too yeah like having that environment to actually like grow and like unlearn like you're talking about is like so amazing because i think people are so stuck on you know this is i have to be this i have to do this to succeed and there's no, it's like what makes you happy and i like that you can you know gardening you're like i had no idea that i would enjoy this but like i was allowed to learn it step outside of that and i think that's what i always try to tell people especially like younger people that i meet when they're super stressed out because they're like i'm not going to school or i i have to go to school and i'm like you don't have to do anything <laughs> like what you know what do you think is going to make you happy and i think that i recognize that more though being in the art world because even though the art world's still a part of like you know all this bad crap in the world it's like i've always had a kind of fight like people well not fight people but have that discussion where they're like well what are you gonna do you know how are you gonna live and i'm like that's not what i'm looking at by making art like i'm making art because i love it and because it's something i enjoy i'm not expecting you know to have my whole life off of it and so i think that's always really nice like when you're in a community like the art community for me is kind of what that feels like because i've never it's like i don't care what people think of me i mean yeah i'm like oh, i'm self-conscious but it's not because of what i'm doing or you know what i think is right or wrong so yeah mm -hmm. yeah and i think with like also with like art or like anything it's just like the doing it and then because you're really like you do it because you're passionate about it and then that passion like shows and then it's like it's the same thing like with what you were telling me about like your you know getting the gardening internship it's like you didn't go into working at the garden because you're like you know in X amount of time, I'm going to get this internship and it's going to make me really happy. You know, it's like you did it because you thought it'd be interesting or, you know, you met people and then you, those people made you stay in the garden and then you became more passionate about it. And then like this opportunity like presented itself, you know? So I, I think that like, it's really just about the doing thing. Like when you do things like that, that you're happy about mm -hmm. people notice and then they like give you opportunities. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. I think it is like we're, I, so I've noticed throughout generations how it is very old fashioned. Now I feel like to work a nine to five, work over 40 hours a week, like save up for retirement and then you can do fun stuff when you retire. And I know that stems from a generation where they lived through the Great Depression and they just needed to stay at the one job because it was secure. Like I get that, but we're moving so far away from that now that I, even my mom and dad have a mindset of like, we shouldn't work all the time for our happiness. And so like with our generation and like those that come after us, we're definitely in the mindset more of like, we do not need to work to live or we don't need to live to work. Live to work is what it is. Like it's not. Uh, working the 40 hours a week and like we're realizing slowly how unhealthy it is as a human species to like work that much in a short amount of time mm -hmm. like 
people are realizing, well, shit, we shouldn't work in an office for eight hours a day. Like that's so unhealthy for our species. Mm -hmm. And like, I hate the concept of people thinking, oh, you need to save for retirement, like work now and you can retire later and have fun. Uh Well, I could die tomorrow. Like, I'm not going to (laughs) say. You're like, I don't have fun when I'm old and I can't even do it. Yeah. We tried really hard to go like, I don't know how we describe, but like one exciting place a year. You still like this year with COVID, we don't really have that. So we might go to like the national parks that we haven't been to. But like last year we went to Japan to visit his cousin. And then like the year before that we went to Canada because we'd always wanted to like see the national parks up there. Mm-hmm. And so like, we've realized that if you space it out enough and like, no, you have a goal to go one new place a year. That's really cool. You can like, I work for a nonprofit and he works for a grocery store and like we can afford to save up and do that. And I think it's just unlearning that you have to work at these like really high fancy jobs to be able to travel and have nice vacations and nice things. And you genuinely don't, it's just unlearning that. And I think that's hard to unlearn, but I think it's healthy to unlearn as well. Yeah. Cause like, uh, we just have such a desire to like see things and do things. And like, we've even talked about like doing wolf, is that what it's called? The wolf, wolfing or like other similar things like that. And I just don't, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think humans are made to sit at a desk for eight hours. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I agree. Moving <laughs> away from that. We're on the same page, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, it does seem like we're moving away from that. Like, especially with social media, like whether you like them or not, influencers don't work that nine to five job and people are like, that's a cool way to live. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do think it's a healthier way to live, not working the nine to five job. Not that I think all influencers are like a, have a healthy lifestyle. I think some of them are questionable, but I yeah, <laughs> I do love. I will say I get really far into like the travel videos and then like the people that thrift because people can thrift the coolest crap, and I'm just oh. <laughs> and then like the ones are just like surreal because like I love how they can edit it. And I'm like that's such a such a cool thing to know how to edit. I was like, how do you do that? But yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, kind of like what Alan does, but yeah, he's just cool. It's a cool concept, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was yeah. having a conversation with somebody about how the like, even though nobody wanted the pandemic, like stay at home all the time. I said, I think it was really an outlet for people to really start just doing things like crafting or something that they thought was like, not, they never had time for, they always wanted to do. And I was like, look at how many small businesses have started like even just people making lip gloss people doing this people like anything and they're like found a life and they actually enjoy it and so I think that's really cool too because I was like even though it's a hard time I think a lot of people have you know have gone through a lot and had to learn a lot about themselves too like being alone or just being stuck but I think it's really cool because it's finally like allowing people to also be like this is okay you know like this is something I actually enjoy and I can do and so yeah Mm-hmm. Adventures plans, the two of you. No. He wants to come see you. Yeah. Well, you guys. This <laughs> <laughs> like bedroom. Um, it's called our guest room. God, hello. It's called our guest room. Right now, it's his yoga studio setup because he does yoga every morning at like six a.m. There. So. Come but, anytime. Yeah, seriously, come anytime. And like, we like it doesn't get too cold. Well, I guess this. The past months has been pretty cold, but it'll start warming up now. Um, and like, 
it's just nice. Like we can eat outside at restaurants is what I'm getting at too. That's what I was trying to say. It just didn't come out properly. So like, <laughs> like go eat places either. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's like things starting to open again. Okay. Oh, I just love this area. And like, I hate the pandemic because it took away all of our summer festivals last year. And like, that's what oh, actually for. And like, they're usually free to get in. You just have to, you know, if you want anything, you buy that. She's so fun. Like, supposedly we have like one of the largest vegan festivals in the country. We couldn't have that last year. And it was just so, oh, I don't know. I just, I know this summer won't be back to normal, but I'm hoping we get a couple festivals. I don't know. I just, uh, it's such a cool area. I, I just enjoy it. So much better than Illinois. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys like to camp i love I camping oh, oh yeah okay. we have not talked about that <laughs> i forgot how long we've been together like four months five months it really hasn't five been that months. long yeah 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 but say so we started camping last summer because of the pandemic mm -hmm. you do <laughs> you can't be around people it might as well be in a tent <laughs> that's been really fun yeah, I love like, oh, go ahead. No, you're fine, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah, like I love camping and I love hiking. Like that's one of the things I've always really loved. And like some of my like sisters like it, the other don't. So it's always like a battle because I'm always the one who's like, let's go, you know, I want to do this. And they're like, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay, well, well that's fine. But that's <laughs> <I do. laughs> what, what parks and stuff are near you guys? Like state parks? The beach? Yeah. <laughs> The beach. <laughs> I mean, there's like Tybee, like all those like islandy like kind of places, but there aren't really many state parks around here. Mm -hmm. It's mostly like most of it's farmland, like cotton and stuff like yeah. that. I think there's a there's like a swamp area. I have we haven't been, but you can kayak through it. I've been wanting to go there. Uh, yeah near savannah's it's like a little bit north of savannah i think but mm -hmm. i'd say i put so since we're off weekends now we've tried to like plan weekend getaways so to speak but i put georgia as one of them because mm. i know there's friends there what friends <laughs> but we're trying to use that opportunity to see people so like we have a friend that moved to like the pigeon forest tennessee area mm. or excuse me and so, like, we want to go see her one weekend. And it's nice that we both have two days off and we can do that. Like, that's what I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. If you guys come, we'll go. Like, 100%, we'll go. Uh, <laughs> Joyce Kilmer. Oh, yeah, we have to go. It's an old-growth forest. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, the trees are huge. You know, not, like, like the redwoods or anything. But yeah. almost. So, yeah, but, like, we used to have big. the biggest trees chestnuts the chestnuts trees used to grow here yeah and they're extinct but they were bigger than redwood yeah oh my gosh wow yeah people you know the, i don't like talking about it yeah yeah a, um, <laughs> asian asian oh my gosh from asia came in and like found out they could capitalize on them wasn't it i don't know if i buy that oh okay <laughs> <laughs> um is written uh like but if you can change the Bible, you can change anything. <laughs> that sounds like written by some rich old white dude. You know, <laughs> like it wasn't our fault. It was 
Yeah. He was like, uh, we didn't cut them all down. It was the Asians. I don't know. Yeah. It's not uh, the only. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's been cool. But yeah. There's a lot of uh, national parks I know in North Georgia, like, because it, it's like right at the end of like the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. So, yeah. There's like a lot of really cool ones up there. If you want to, we could meet up sometime up there too, yeah. camping. Mm -hmm. yeah, super cool. I haven't like, we haven't hiked in Georgia at all. So that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we've even talked about like converting our car into like a sleeper travel thing. Mm. Because we just think it'd be cool. It would be cool. <laughs> uh -huh. Who needs a house? We got a. <laughs> That's true. For that, I'm a little more. I question it more. The whole van life because I don't know how we could sustain, like, get money to like buy food and gas and stuff like that. But he's like, we could do it. I'm like, probably, but I just I haven't figured it out yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> take the leap of faith <laughs> i had two separate kids at the child care i work at right now lose their teeth while i was like supervising them and it freaks me out so much i, hate <laughs> I don't know what it is i can do blood i can do that kind of crap but when it, they're like look at my tooth and like wiggling it and then it falls uh, it, like gives me the heebie-jeebies i've had to deal with it twice in the past week and i'm like i'm over it that's just so like I hate it, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're so excited. Get it out of here. It's good. You're like, okay, that's really the cool. first time it happened. Really, we use radios to communicate, like the counselors and stuff. And I was like, I have someone with a loose tooth. Like, I can't look at it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and they were like, just get a baggie and have them put the tooth in a baggie. I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like freaking out you're like i don't know the tooth it's coming out it's coming out and it's big and it's like it's so tight oh my god it's so tight and i was like i don't know it's gonna i don't know i just think they're gonna swallow it it's just like i don't know mm. Fine. that happened to one of my sisters she swallowed it she was eating and it came out and it she was little and it just my mom's like where's your tooth she's like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't like watching people wiggle it because I think it hurts, even though like, you know, when you're little, you do it like doesn't hurt you. And so I yeah. know it doesn't hurt, but I'm like, <laughs> a lot. I don't know what it is, but if you have a teeth thing, I don't know, because uh, I think he's flossing his entire mouth now. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry Ian. You made him insecure. He's like, we got to end the call. I got to get off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, that's something else we've gotten comfortable with. If like there's like something in our teeth or like we have like a zit or something on our face, we'll be like, hey, do you need help with that? Oh, I love popping zits and Brendan's like, ew, ew, don't do it. And I'm like, please. And I, he's like, it hurts when you do it and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't, my pain tolerance, I think is a lot higher than his, but he's <laughs> like, let me squeeze it. And he's like, it does. You're so aggressive. TMI. Ian used to have this huge blackhead in his ear, and like I wanted to get it out so bad. Uh -huh. And then we went home for Christmas, and we got back home, and I'm like, "What the hell happened to it?" And he goes, "I don't know. My mom got it out." And I was like, "You let your mom do it? I couldn't do it." Yeah. 
She's like, I didn't want her to do it. She just did it. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, your yeah. mom's cool. That's right. I am impressive. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't realize this was to reveal all Ian's secrets to Howard. <laughs> you have secrets? No. <laughs> Not really. I'm trying to think. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think. <laughs> what other secrets does Ian have that we can What other gross shit does Ian do? That's not gross. It's not. I was just trying to think of a secret. <laughs> hey, I do it in honor of him. What else do you do that's weird, though? I don't, yeah. Weird, you don't yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. That's a weird thing you do. What? I said sometimes I crawl around the house and hiss at you. That's like, <laughs> like a cat. Oh, he does weird things with his toes because he exercises his toes and they can like spread out really wide. And I'm like, this is weird. I can do that. <laughs> I have really long toes. <laughs> have good feet. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah, my friends like don't touch me with those, and I'm like, yes, yeah. you know, like, just feet and like come up to my face, and I'm like, we're like, I'm done. Brendan, mm -hmm. are you scared of feet? No, and she can pinch with her toes. Oh yeah, I can pinch people. Like exactly, it feels yeah. exactly like pinching with your fingers. <laughs> you it should hurts try it. So bad. Your big toe and your second toe, you can do. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'll try it later. But she's not suspecting it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I feel bad though because I'm really aggressive, and I'll just like, and he's like, "That's really," or like, I'll just bite. I like biting people. It's weird. I don't know. I just have weird things. I see. Like, I'll just like bite his arm, and he's like, "Do you know that hurts?" Like, and I'm like, oh, sorry. "Sorry." Do you know that hurts? Yeah, that's awesome. It comes from like having a bunch of siblings, though, right? Like. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm bothering people. Like, yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't think anybody could tell me something and I'd be like shocked by it or think it was super weird because like I've seen it all, I've done it all. Or like I've scooped people's like vomits out of like the bathtub. Like oh, my, our friend was really drunk this year. He threw up in the bathtub instead of the toilet and you know, it's going to clog it. So I was like scoop and puke and everyone's like, I don't know how you're doing that. And I'm like, it doesn't even phase me. Like I've seen, <laughs> I was like, I wiped so many kids butts and like, oh God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Life. <laughs> yeah i know it's really really exhilarating stuff yeah because ever but it's funny because like some of my like my siblings will be like oh i can't do it like they're the complete opposite like i'm like so accustomed to it all but some of them are like no it's like the same thing i'm always like i want a lot of kids and they're like no i'll have one maybe and maybe two <laughs> i'm like but we're so much fun and they're like no <laughs> Are you the oldest? I'm the second oldest. Okay. And there's eight of us. Wow, that's cool. Mm -hmm. See, my dad loved having a big family. So, yeah. You're never bored. Like, there's always someone to hang out with, someone doing something, you know? That's why I love it. Yeah. You have, they're automatically your friends. So, like, you have friends. <laughs> See, that's cool. I just have one brother, and he just turned 21, and he's great. But, I mean. Mm -hmm. there was a point where we just didn't speak to each other because we didn't yeah. have anything common I mean like what yeah it is interesting mm -hmm. though because like I'm really like my oldest sister we're 15 months apart so like we did everything we had the same friends growing up like everything together 
and like compared to like my younger siblings like I'm not as close with them but it's just because I'm not I wasn't around them all the time or always spending time with them so I think that's been really interesting too and I but it's funny because like as everyone starts getting older you know you hit like past 15 or 16 they just start talking to you more about stuff too Mm -hmm. and so yeah yeah, so it's like really funny because it's even if you weren't close you just like I feel like everybody at one point like gets to that same level of closeness and so I think that's really interesting too yeah actually he's one of the reasons why I stayed so close to home to go to school so I grew up in Springfield and then went to Jacksonville for school Mm. because he was going into high school when I was going into college and I wanted to be around for like his football games and like that brought that made us closer and now we talk a lot like he just he suggested a show on um what is it what HBO HBO it's called Ghosts and like I was so excited because like he and I bond over like paranormal activity kind of shit because mm-hmm. like always joked about like how we were gonna be like a brother and sister duo who like hunted ghosts yeah <laughs> like I don't know but oh my god this could be such a great show and he goes it's kind of funny and I was like what like how funny so we watched the first episode last night and it's hysterical it's first of all it's BBC so they're all British it's amazing and it's about this girl who inherits this random like mansion from like her second cousin or something like that. And it's about like the ghosts that haunt it all have like these hysterical backstories of how they died and like she has a near yeah, it's just like it's so funny. Yeah, she's a near death experience so she can see them because mm-hmm. one of the ghosts pushed her out the window. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's and then they're all like, get out. Um so she's like trying to solve their issues so that they can like stay in the house mm-hmm. and like her husband can't see the ghost and he's like who are you talking to and it's it's hysterical but i don't know it's like we he lives in wisconsin now and so like we find random ways to bond mm-hmm. and a lot of it is through tv shows in the sense so like when tiger king came out we like oh my gosh. <laughs> about, like as we watched it you know it's just little yeah. things like that and I'm like if it's over some random show like yeah I'm gonna do it but Uh funny because it's hard when you're that far apart but yeah yeah Yeah, I never I always wanted to go to school and I was like I don't want to go I don't want to go to school though I don't want to leave and go far and then I went to Illinois you know from California but because I was like well it's not like I'm losing them but it was definitely weird coming home and I'm especially when like the younger ones I'm like you look so different like you look way older and like now like I when I was home during Christmas time, even I was like, holy crap, like, you guys are old. I was like, <laughs> you're like all grown. You look different. Like my little brother was finally growing and he was like my height and he was, he's been like five foot for like yeah. the past six years, you know? And I'm like, what in the heck is this? So yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's not nothing like getting older when you start saying, man, you're getting big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah my my youngest sister is 13 and so it was my 25th birthday uh this past month and she like she sent me this really (laughs) this oddly like adult grown-up text of of a happy birthday she goes yeah enjoy the big 25 and it like (laughs) it was like it sounded like yep been there done that the hell they're so cool yeah that's funny they're cool about 
<laughs> like yeah. that. I was gonna say like I forget to like the youngest siblings in my family like grew up and had to deal with all of us like when, when we were old so they're like a lot more they're not mature by any means but they have like the humor like your sense of humor and stuff and I'm like oh my god like this is so bad mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> dude siblings are weird mm-hmm. <laughs> like you shared the same parent I don't know it's a weird concept <laughs> yeah and it's like you're your own like you forget like you're all completely different like you know you have similarities no matter what because you grew up kind of in the same well you grew up in the same environment for if you you know stayed together and everything and so I'm always like how did you end up like this or like why (laughs) and then I'm like laughing because I'm the same exact way like like yeah for sure funny it's fun to see your similarities like or your characteristics like in them as the older and you're yeah. like, huh, you're on too. <laughs> Weird, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> yeah. Like my brother's so sarcastic. And they're mm-hmm. and I just think that's the funniest thing ever. And there's times where I'm sarcastic and he's like, is that funny? Is that sarcastic? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's cool, but we're a complete opposite. Like he loves Springfield, Illinois. He, like he like he's going to college right now in Wisconsin. But as soon as he's done with college, he wants to live in Springfield. Like he loved his high school. Like he substitute teaches now when he goes home for the holidays, like at his old high school. Uh-huh. And, like love, he still has friends in Springfield. And I'm the complete opposite. Like I wanted to get as far away as possible. Like hence why we're in North Carolina now. Like I would never live. In- and it's just so funny to me because I always had this thought of, oh, I'll go to North Carolina for a couple of years while he finishes school. And then wherever he ends up, like maybe I'll live near that place or whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything. With <laughs> You're it. like, I'm not going back there. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. I really thought like maybe he'd go live in a different state or something, but no. But that's how our parents were. Like my dad lived all over the place and then my mom grew up mostly in Illinois. So it's just funny like how we resemble our parents in different ways, but. Mm-hmm. what do you guys say do you do your parents still like living in springfield or they yeah they do i mean the only reason my dad's there is because of my mom but he does love it Mm. like my mom oh she loves it so much like she just likes the community and all her like her sister lives there her mom lives there and like all of her best friends like she still hangs out with people she met in fourth grade because like she just lived there you know what I mean like she loves it uh which I guess is good if you're gonna pick anywhere and my dad enjoys it he just he thinks it's too much of a small town even though I mean it's a bigger town but he said if he had it his way he'd be living in Europe somewhere you know like he wishes that kind of person but because he did Texas and then he moved to New Orleans and then Colorado and Chicago and then finally settled down with my mom in Springfield but yeah he had no intention of like living in one place for as long as he has because it's been I think 26 years that he's been in Springfield because I'm 25 I don't know I'm 24 I don't know but yeah I definitely see myself more in his eyes than because he's awful he's like yeah go live in Europe for a bit or like go do this and that my mom's like don't leave me that's I'm like yeah. <laughs> stay here yeah. uh-huh yeah, my mom, my mom always told us like, 
when we have kids when we're older she's like I don't want to be the other grandparents like I want you guys to live by us <laughs> like, yeah, oh, good- like my mom yeah <laughs> and like it's gonna be okay I will still visit you like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna forget FaceTime. about you like, <laughs> yeah FaceTime and like Zoom has blown up this year so like there's really great ways yeah. to like involved with people so but like even with him like he never thought he would move out of Illinois you told me like you didn't picture your life like this at all yeah I had no idea where I was going but who needs a plan (laughs) I will say I've planned less and less the older I get because I'm like I don't know it'll work out we haven't failed yet so I figured until we do we just keep going this way yeah Uh Well, even then we can keep going we, we yeah failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> failure isn't the end it's just a redirection yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> wow <laughs> i loved that <laughs> shakespeare <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so yeah <laughs> nah. dude that was good i liked that i think hitler said that <laughs> I don't know if you can make those jokes. I, did, I didn't mean it in any way bad. <laughs> Dude, we had a kid. Oh my God. Speaking of Hitler, sorry, this is like weird. But <laughs> I thought uh, you just said, going? I know, I said we got a kid, and I was like, what? <laughs> no, it was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And like they got all really excited about like learning about. Dr. King and like all this really cool stuff about what he did and so they wanted to like draw him and so one of the kids drew him Martin Luther King Jr. like at a podium speaking to people but for some reason he gave him like this little mustache and his arm is up and we don't know if he was trying to like symbolize power we have no idea but it literally is just this black and white picture of this man with a little mustache and his arm raised and I'm like it's Martin Luther King Jr. And we're like oh my god like, I don't think it is <laughs> yeah, you're like uh what is your record <laughs> photo Has anybody- <laughs> so pure that you're like it's fine I'm like fuck I don't know like I don't know <laughs> like he has no idea so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah because yeah. Either, there's like you know, if it it's just like an honest, you know, he's like just doing this drawing and then you don't want to bring out like all this terrible backstory and yeah. like explain to this like, kid like, well, this is actually bad because there was this really bad guy and he did yeah. all these really bad things. And the kid's yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It absorbs all that. Shame. Yeah, the kid's <laughs> <draws> again. <laughs> so many of like these kids, so like the age range is like from six to middle school. But I had so many of the younger kids like devastated that someone killed Martin Luther King Jr. Because he's like, they were like, he was such a good guy and just wanted peace. And they like couldn't con, like they could not understand in their brains, like why someone would do that. And I'm like, if that's not the purest thing in the entire world, like, mm-hmm. like we need more people thinking that. I was like, fuck, yeah. It like kind of broke my heart because they were like, but why? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> just like, I know it's bad. I don't know. But yeah, that was weird. That was you learn a lot from little humans, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love little kids. They're so like so just like pure, but like strange because they yeah. don't have any like sense of no like, filter, nothing. Yeah. Like oh my gosh. 
Yeah, they don't have like any sense of anything. Like, cause uh, they haven't really learned. They haven't had to like go through like, well, most, you know, like there's no traumatic experiences or like mm-hmm. anything like that. And they're just like vibing. They're like, yeah. Like, did you see that old lady over there? Like, you know, and you're like, you can't say that. You can't say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always play peekaboo with the kids at the grocery store. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that, but, but like that, <laughs> I was like two or three years old and they'll be like, just like mean mugging everybody. And then I'll just be like, <laughs> and they just start dying laughing and then I'll hide when the parents like look for what they're looking at. And yeah. I just pop back up. I'm like, That's a weird <laughs> it's not meant weird. It's just, I know. It's, just... it's playful. Yeah, I love seeing random babies out. Like, I haven't seen, um, who is it? Oh, I was FaceTiming Addie, my friend Addie, and she babysits, like, a little like a little girl who's, like, just turned one. And she's always around babies, and I'm like, oh, I just want a baby around me, like, just for pure entertainment. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love seeing them out. They're just so funny. Mm-hmm. So his friend, his friend Alex had a kid about almost a year ago now. But like they constantly are posting him on like Instagram and stuff. And it's so much fun watching him grow. Like he's just, his head is abnormally big for his body. And I think that just adds to it. It's so funny. Uh, I'm like, who is this human? Yeah. He weighs like pounds and he's like 10 months old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's big. And like his pictures are slowly taking over our home too, which is kind of funny. It's not even our kid, but yeah. He's a weird looking kid, but in the best, like he's gorgeous too. And you're like, I don't, it's so cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Babies that look like, like little old people are the funniest. They're just kind of <laughs> seen a baby that looks like an old person. Oh my yeah. gosh. And there was a video, oh no, a picture of Julian literally just hugging this tree and he had the most beautiful smile on his face and he just loved his life. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love that child as if it was my own. <laughs> I, he, was actually, he visited him during Christmas time. He's like, man, like, I just, I love babies. Like, I kind of want a baby. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, you want, that's what you want. He goes, yeah, I guess you're right. I do want Julian. He's like, I don't want any other kid but Julian. I was like, yeah, there's a difference here. You're like, you have an idea, but you don't have to take care of it in 24-7, and you don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's funny being, like, the, like, you guys will be, like, that aunt and uncle that are, like, sometimes around you that, like, aren't actually related to you. Yeah. But, like, you just see these people, and like, yeah, I knew you when you were, like, in diapers, I used to hold you. You're gonna be like those people. Kids gonna be like, whatever. I yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't say. I've thought about that, and I get kind of sad when I think about it. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I'm like, one days he's gonna be in a little shit mood, shit like head teenager. Just gonna be all like, oh, I'm back. Whatever, dude. We we were tight once, you know. Like we were yeah. real tight. <laughs> we found a frog together. <laughs> Facetime them every week. Oh, okay. Never mind. Maybe, maybe you're right. I don't know how else to help you. I don't want to force it on him. Uh, Start now. He want to do it. That's brainwashing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so funny. He's a weird kid. I like him. He's a weird kid. <laughs> yeah. He's a weird kid. Yeah, there was a point like um, one of my sisters, because my youngest sister is 11 now, or maybe she's 12. She's 11 or 12, I can't remember. But um, she, so she's like, obviously not a baby anymore. And my, one of my sisters was like, mom, can you just adopt a, or we can foster kids? She was like, we can foster them. Like, you know, it's fine. Cause everyone like misses having a baby in the house, like someone little just to like always have around. And it was so funny. My mom's like, no, nah, I'm just waiting, waiting it out until you guys have kids. And they're like, no, it's not as fun. Mom. Like, <laughs> she knows when to talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, she if she had it her way, I'm sure she would have had like 10 more kids because my mom yeah, she my mom loved being pregnant. She loved having babies. She had no problem with it. Like that's awesome. Yeah, she was like telling, I don't know if it was when you were visiting, but she was telling us one time, she was like, Yeah, like if it wasn't for your dad, like I would have kept having kids because he was like, I think this is enough, you know, like eight's probably a good number. (laughs) But I feel like you don't hear that a lot anymore, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, she's like, I just loved it. This yeah, she like, really like, laid back too to have all those kids and still want to keep going. Yeah, and my mom's like, or she'll even say stuff like, "Well, I would be a surrogate, like if someone really needed me to, like stuff like that too." So it's like, it's just funny because she really, she's like, "I don't care." She's like, "Once you, once she tell me, once you have like one or two, they all just come out," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I believe I'm that. Like, <laughs> that yeah funny so yeah wow. she just loves it she just wanted to be a mom and so yeah, yeah. that's kind of amazing though that's like yeah. a, it takes like a unique kind of person to have that kind of I don't know because I definitely don't have that it's, mindset it's yeah. like selfless mm-hmm. in a way and yeah it's a lot of really cool things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's a lot of stress on them too like my parents you know you don't like now being older, I'm like, ugh, like when they get like uh, my younger siblings like yell or like, you know, get angry with them. And I'm like, I'm like, why are you being mean to them? Don't you know? But you know, when you're younger, you're like, I hate everything or oh, yeah. like you're the worst person. But I think it's like awesome once you hit, like if you do have a good relationship, you know, and there's somebody like, like your parents are still really important in your life. I think that's so cool when you get older because you start appreciating, you know, more and then you like want to take care of them. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good old parents. (laughs) And I never thought about like how hard it is. Well, besides just like taking care and making sure you have like a fully functioning child who need gets everything like that they need, not want, you know. But because I like Brendan was talking to my mom too, but she used to always tell us like it was hard not like not telling your kids like what to think, like letting them be their own person. Because you know, you you go through so many different phases and she's like, well, you like this one day. And then a week later, you're like, I hate this now. And so she was like, it was really hard not putting like your own bias and beliefs like on your kids and letting them like grow up. But I've always been so thankful for that too. Cause she always just, you know, they always let us be who we wanted to be. And so, but I never really thought about it because I was like, yeah, (laughs) you know, you have like certain, um expectations I think that you reflect on the people a lot of the times or like you have this idea of somebody but it's not who they are it's who you think they are and so I think that's really awesome too that she yeah yeah there might be like certain like belief systems that you really believe are like right and like the right way to live 
like ethically, morally, and all that stuff. But then, like, it's it may not be the right thing just to like shove it down their throat, and then they just need to figure out the stuff on their own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Like, like, why aren't you doing this instead of that? Like, yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> understand that. I'm like, oh, that's. I was like, I can be a control freak. Like, I know it's in my nature, and I'm like, you're not doing this right. Like, let me just do it. Like, oh my god, just stop. And yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be hard for me to be like, okay. I forget. I'm not doing. I'm not the one doing it. I'm not you. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I say I want kids, but I don't know what that actually means to have kids. So I probably don't actually. Want kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I have babies. That's what we have going on right now. Uh-huh. That's about as much parenting as I'll do for the foreseeable. <laughs> you want children? Oh God. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was just okay. like, I'm not prepared for this talk. It doesn't have to be serious, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talk, but I'm always, I'm like, I want six kids, and he's like, mm, two, and I'm like, how about four? Meet in the middle. Because <laughs> like, I want to, like, I do love kids. Like, you know, I don't really. I was like, I've always wanted kids, and so, but yeah, yeah. I, I like, like, I like a lot of kids, and I like big families, and like, I really enjoy all that stuff. My problem is, I just think about too many different things, so I'm like. But like we're already overpopulated on the earth. So like having that many people, you know, then you're bringing that many like different people into the world. And there's already people who like don't have like families. So what about those people? You know, my mind's like doing all this kind of crazy. I have some dark days like that too when it comes to kids. I'm like, especially these past couple of years, I'm like, it's such an effed up world. And I'm like, why would I want to bring a little child in? There's some dark days when I'm like, oh, damn, like there's no need. Other days it's not yeah. so dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, wow. Brandon was like, "What if the world ends in twenty, or the world's gonna end in twenty years?" And I was like, "Well, everyone's gonna die anyways. They're not gonna <laughs> know." <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I always joke, but yeah. might as well give shot Say for ten all- months. So fucked up. oh my god no yeah like that's a big thing for me and then i'm like yeah yeah, well maybe like adopt or something and that's like it got its whole other like it was a whole different bag of obstacles to solve with that you know what i mean so yeah 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 i feel like some people are like really really meant for it like they're like like i don't know if i believe in like predestined things but sometimes i think i do and then in that case, I'm like, yeah, like they were just meant to have a bunch of kids and like they're great at it. Like that's, that sounds awesome. But, but maybe not all of us are meant to. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't think I think that's definitely a case by case kind of thing, because yeah. I mean, you know, there's people who are always like, I never want kids. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, you don't need it. You know, it's better. You don't have kids if you don't want them. Like, yeah, <laughs> that way I can have more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, I was like, I'll have your kids. It's fine. It's just me. <laughs> and then yeah there are some days where I'm like my dad grew up he was the youngest of 10 kids so kind of similar to your situation and he has so many just like cool stories of growing up with such a large family Mm -hmm. I don't know that'd be because it was just me and my dad but but then he also has those stories where like they make like one big casserole dish 
and then you eat like literally everything off your plate because that's like all the food you're gonna get for the night uh, yeah it's true <laughs> i'm like well, yeah i mean like some of it's cool or like sometimes you have a lost long brother that's like shuns the family and doesn't talk to you anymore so. yeah my <laughs> bad stuff you have the good stuff yeah it was like you never know because like my dad's family he has like six siblings and they're all over the place like don't talk these people talk like it's just like so many problems you know like stuff from his childhood that happened and I'm like and it's just so crazy because then he had you know this family and now but I think that's also part of the reason why he was like good with having kids and then confident and like actually you know staying together with my mom and everything so that's pretty crazy no, yeah, there's a lot of stories. You have your own community like that. <laughs> you don't need anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> never bored. Yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, there's days like you want to kill everybody. Yeah. Oh my god, 100. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I want. Sp- it's hard leaving and coming back home because then you don't have like the space that you get used to, you know, or this and you learn a lot when you're by yourself and you're not in a group because you're thinking for yourself too. So. But yeah, I don't know. I always loved it. Well, it's actually funny because when I was little and we'd like go out to eat, like rarely, I would be like so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, I'm like a teenager. There's like 20 of us and I'm like, I have to wait and everyone's looking at you and I'm like, oh God, I get so nervous. And then now I like love it. But it's so funny because I totally remember being little and just being like, oh, we have to, okay, it's fine. Like they're looking at us, it's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're probably going to go eat dinner. Yeah, sorry. I don't even, I didn't even think about that um, because we ate before. So (laughs) but I had tons of fun. She's going to use the bathroom and then she'll say bye. Mm. Thanks for taking the time to do this with us. Yeah. Yeah, I said, good to talk to you guys. (laughs) I hear about you all the time. (laughs) I was laughing when Brendan was telling me um, when he like told you that we were dating and you were like, what (laughs) I thought it was funny because I was like well I guess Ian's like one of the people who like because you guys were friends obviously and like knew about like I don't know us four years ago or whatever and so I always think it's funny like when you were like oh what even like how did that even (laughs) happen like (laughs) that was most surprised because I I don't think I knew that you guys were like even like talking again or anything yeah it wasn't in anything about like in the past it was just about like oh i didn't even whoa <laughs> like great uh, <laughs> yeah it's nice because then we have the people who are like well you went to georgia we knew that was gonna happen and i'm like well, i didn't know it was gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny uh-huh. what are you guys gonna eat uh my dad made stir fry oh yeah <laughs> i love stir sorry i didn't know you were sitting on this I love stir fry. Well, enjoy. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Yeah. Nice you yeah. Guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then seriously, come uh, come visit whenever yeah. you want. Yeah. I think we were going to do it uh, sometime like on her spring break. Mm-hmm. So it might be sometime like March. Yeah. Like sometime in March. Mm-hmm. I'll say that's a good month. Yeah. March is good. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Right. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye guys. Love Bye. you guys. Bye.